Okay. Uh, well, good morning, everyone. I uh, hope everybody had a Merry Christmas and uh, enjoying the week. We've had a great visit. It's flown by. Uh, I knew it would. I'm uh, just uh, really proud of our team and how they've handled themselves. Um, and, uh, you know, we've had great preparation. Very appreciative of all the, the effort and work. Uh, first of all, that goes into um, making it a great experience. I mean, it's, you know, it's an enormous, enormous undertaking uh, by all the volunteers that are part of the Cheez-It Bowl. Obviously, great sponsors uh, supporting the bowl, uh, you know, logistics uh, from hotels to travel, uh, you name it. There's a lot that goes into it. And uh, so I appreciate, you know, all those efforts uh, to make it to where, you know, we can show up and, and, you um, and really be able to enjoy it, but also get our work done. And uh, and then same thing with our staff um, and our our support staff and logistical team, if you will. Uh, they've done an amazing job to make it an efficient week as, as, as for everyone involved, all of our families. Uh, so it's been great. Um, I was just riding over here. I was just saying. I mean, what a what a great. Uh, city Orlando is, and really, I mean, you know, uh, I think is is built to handle really anything, you know, from a Super Bowl or whatever it is. I mean, it's just got great infrastructure, and from a bowl experience, and having been to bowls all over the country, uh, I mean, it, it doesn't get any better than this when it comes to um, the experience for your families and all that there is to do, um, and same thing for your team. So it's been a great week. Uh, it's been a fast week, and uh, uh, we're excited about, you know, competing against a, a really, really good Iowa State team. Uh, you know, Matt's a guy that I've, I've got a ton of respect for. He's one of the he's one of the guys in the profession that I will keep up with and uh, pay attention to uh, because I think he's he's got a lot of substance to him, and I think he's a, he he's a he coaches for the right reasons, and uh, and that's why his team is 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 where it is, and the program that he's built there, uh, and what he's done there is incredible. Uh, so uh, it's an honor to be here, and I look forward to a great competitive game. Yeah, and I, from my end, I certainly echo some of the very similar sentiments. You know, being here uh, now our second time in three years in Orlando, uh, the experience and the opportunity to bring our, our football team and our program here to this city, um, the events, the time, the effort that the leadership has put into making this bowl experience first class has been second to none. Um, we know the, the time and effort by so many people that go into making this a really special trip. It's first class, and I, I think from my end and our staff's end and certainly our players' end, it's greatly appreciated. You know, we're certainly a staff that's got a lot of young kids to be in Orlando. That's a tremendous opportunity for our football players in general. You know, this has been great. There's two classes that weren't here with us the last time we came, and to see their excitement and, and to be able to go through the city. And then obviously, you know, the weather's pretty pretty hard to beat. I don't know if we'll see this in Ames, Iowa here until about May. So um, I, I think that's certainly a a great part for everybody involved and you know from our end uh, from a football standpoint it's been a great week as well you know we we've got a great mix of an older and a younger team in a lot of ways we've been really valuable experience for us to be down here in this environment to to really go through this journey together has been a, a real joy really to be honest with you since the end of the TCU game for us and competing against coach Sweeney you know as I've said multiple times just the utmost respect for who he is, 
what he's about in this profession, how he's built a football program. That part for me is is a great honor to be able to compete our team and our program against this great Clemson program and what he's been able to build. All right, we'll open it up for questions. If you could raise your hand, we'll get a mic over to you. We have Rob and Ray. We'll start up here on the right or on the left. Coach Campbell, this is for you. Um, obviously, Brees Hall um, will be uh, not be in the game uh, due to uh, going for the NFL draft. And it's funny, just a few years ago, that was completely taboo. And now it's something that's kind of commonplace and might even look good for a program. You can take a minute to tell us your bit about player mobility and all that in the uh, college landscape for the players here. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think that's certainly unique from an Iowa State standpoint, just because, you know, Brees is such a, you know, such a unique football player. And, you know, he's a young man that, you know, has done everything for the betterment of Iowa State football from the day he's been on our campus. And, you know, we certainly understand the situation and opportunity that he has in front of him. And yet I would say Brees has been the, the ultimate leader in that running back room, even, even since he decided that, you know, the best thing for him was to not play in this game. And, you know, I, I think that's what I love about Brees. You know, I, I, he's one of those young men that has been just such an integral part of the growth of our football program in every way, shape, and form. Now, you know, what's going on on the overall landscape, I think Coach Sweeney and I both have had those conversations. Just, you know, it's, it's certainly an interesting time of where we're going and what what's going to occur. But, you know, I, I do think these bowl experiences are really special. I think it's really special for communities and programs, especially like ours at Iowa State, where you can rally around um, these opportunities. And for the 18 to 22 year olds that would ne maybe never get these experiences, I think these are priceless. And so, um, you know, from my end, I think Brees is certainly an outlier, um, but we, we we understand and certainly support them in every way, shape, and form. It's for Coach Sweeney. Um, a little bit of a follow up to your opening statement, what you said about Coach Campbell. What do you what do you see specifically in him? I mean, there's there's hundreds of coaches out there. Why why do you what do you see in him building this program that, that stands out to you? Yeah, well, um, first of all, how he's done it in Ames, Iowa. You know, I mean, uh, I'm not sure of the history of Iowa State, uh, but I know what he's done since he's been there has has put Ames, Iowa on the map, and. Uh, you know, to be able to go into a place that really, you know, hasn't won at the level that he's won it and do it, there's something unique there. And uh, and he's, and he's you know, I think you have to do it differently. And um, I think that's intrigued me. He, you know, young guy, you know, coming from Toledo, kind of kept up with him a little bit there and then just watching what he's done. And then just watching him from afar and how he's handled his team, how he's responded, how they've handled success, how they've handled failure. Uh, listening to him, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, you can just tell he's a, a, a coach of substance. And then we, the first time I met him was in an airport. Uh, we were crossing fast, like, you know, uh, kind of a random meeting um, and uh, swapped numbers there. And, and next thing you know, uh, uh, brought him out to Clemson and uh, we hung out for a day or two and spent some time together. He, he spoke at our clinic. And um, and then our defensive staff actually uh, went out there. Uh, so, you know, I just think that um, he's a, he's a very bright coach. But I, but more than anything, I think he represents what a coach should be. I think he's he truly coaches for the right reasons. He cares about uh, the whole player, um, his staff. And I think that's one of the reasons you, he hasn't had a lot of staff turnover. Uh, most of his staff's been together for for many years now. And I think that says a lot. Um, but uh, 
Uh, I mean, they play with anybody. Uh, they, they, I mean, there's, they're, I mean, you look at every game this year. I mean, it's, I mean, they could be in the playoff right now. I mean, they're a few plays away from that, literally. Uh, every game down to the wire. And I think when you see a team compete the way they've competed, uh, it just says a lot about the, the culture that's been established around them. And that doesn't just happen. So, um, good football coach, bright future. And, uh, you know, Iowa State's uh, a school that's not going away. Right. We're over on the right. <clears throat> Matt, what do, you, what do you figure your guess, your final words to Brock Purdy will be? I, I think you can sum it up in, in really two words is thank you. Um, thank you for believing in a vision. Thank you for staying the course. Thank you for fighting through really good times and fighting through really tough times. And thank you for leading with class every step of the way. Um, you know, Brock, as I've said many times, our program has grown with Brock Purdy. And we've been able to stay the course through almost every ounce of adversity that's come our way because of how he's handled adversity. And so from, from I think it's a really simple sum up of his thank you. And, you know, it was his birthday yesterday. And I, I, as I whispered into his ears, we went out to practice, like, you deserve the world because you've given us everything that we could have ever asked for. And we're really grateful for everything you've done and accomplished here. And um, just really excited to be able to lead with him one more time and then really excited to watch what he does going forward. We'll stay with the same side, one row back. Matt, you, know, you just alluded to uh, this being the, the landscape change and this being an, an interesting time. Uh, by my count, you've got 12 players in the transfer portal. Well, why is that, and, and uh, what do you do about it? Yeah, I don't think you do much about it other than you keep building your program. And, you know, it's certainly an interesting time. Um, you know, I think whatever my opinions are on what what this time is are, are really irrelevant other than I still believe that the college journey between 18 and 22 years old is about, uh, you know, it's transformational rather than transactional. And I've always believed it's about the entire collegiate experience. And to me, you only continue to strengthen and build your program in a time where I think the rest of the world wants you to become transactional. The rest of the college football landscape wants you to become transactional. And to be honest with you, it's why I have so much respect for Coach Sweeney and really what the Clemson program has done, because I really believe he's built his throw program through transformational leadership and transformational value system. Um, I think it's really hard to find in our profession today, probably getting harder um, and will only continue to get harder. But if that's not the way that we can coach or I can coach, then maybe then, you know, that's not the way to continue to do it anymore as well. But for me, it's continue to build your program the right way and continue to align yourself with the coaches and players that believe in that kind of system. So, um, you know, it, you, you hate it that, you know, we've been really fortunate. We've had great alignment. We've had very little of turnover within our program. And, you know, for the first time we had a little bit of that, but, um, you know, you, you learn from it, you grow from it and you continue to build your, try to build your program the right way. We'll move up to the front row. Hey, Dabo. Um, if the average Clemson fan or the above average Clemson fan um, asks you to describe the current state of the Clemson program, how, how would you answer that? As good as it's ever been. 
um, well, we've got a great, uh, you know, young nucleus of players. Uh, got just about everybody back. Uh, there's not a single lineman that's going to play that's not back. All the running backs are back. Eventually, we'll get all these receivers back. Uh, we got an unbelievable tight end room. We got a great young quarterback that's that's uh, gotten better and better through the year. Um, uh, we've we've got a great recruiting class coming in. Nine mid years. Uh, we've got a pretty good defensive line. Every one of them. We don't. I don't think we're going to. Well, we might lose one, uh, but they could all be back. Uh, everybody inside's back. Uh, we're, we we may lose uh, a corner. Uh, we're definitely going to lose one. We're going to lose one safety, uh, a couple linebackers. But we got all those great young guys that have have gained uh, a lot of experience. We got our kicker back. He's pretty good. Um, we've got a couple of good young snappers that nobody knows about that, that can zip that sucker back there. Uh, we still got another Sweeney to hold the ball. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, we got a great coaching staff. We still are in Clemson, South Carolina. We got the best game day experience environment in the country. Um, I mean, I don't know what else there I could say. Uh, we just won nine football games. And, uh, you know, we're a couple plays away from, from being in the playoff as well. We lost to a good Georgia team on a pick six. They're pretty good. We lost to a really good NC State team in September at their place in double overtime. We lost to the ACC champion Pitt that, uh, you know, just made a couple more plays than we did. But our team competed every snap all year and never made any excuses. Uh, and they're all here. So, I mean – can't get excited about that. I don't know what else there is to be excited about. So we've got, uh, uh, again, great group of people. We've won with people, and we still got a great group of people. And, and uh, so we're, we're in a lot better shape today than we were 10 years ago, I can tell you that. All right, we'll stay in the front row. Is that elaboration <laughs> enough? <laughs> okay. All right. Elaborate. That's the word of the day. All right, Coach. Talked before in past years about the importance of this bowl period for younger players and things like that. And then obviously, Portal and Reese going to the NFL and all that stuff has opened the door for some opportunities for some young guys to not only play in practice but get a big role in the game. How big can that be for guys like Bo and uh, you know, so on down the line, Jairo? Yeah, you know, and and I, I would just say, man, like. Let, remember, Bo Crowther was a freshman all-conference football player in the Big 12, right? Um, Jarrell Brock was critical to our success this fall. What I think is huge for those guys is they gained real life experience this fall for our team and in a lot of ways were a key part of our success in building the kind of fight through, you know, the adversities of the season. And in some in some ways, I think our coaching staff felt like we're the springboard to the future of our football program already because of what they've done this fall. So I, I think, yes, this time of year is awesome for young players to, to get great opportunities and great experience but I think equal it's been really fun 
I said to our freshman classes, we were walking off the field yesterday that, you know, man, what that group has done since fall camp, you know, this is a group that we recruited here. And if you would have told me any of our freshmen would have played on this year's team, I would have said, I would have chuckled at it. And yet there are so many key contributors in this freshman class that came in with that competitive spirit that came in and challenged right away. And, and really, I thought were a huge asset to our team from the time they stepped on campus. Um, I just think it's been really fun to watch that group just grow and evolve really over the the length of the season and I think there's just a general excitement I, I don't know if I've felt as, as much excitement about where our team is and where it's got the ability to go than what I've felt over the last month so I think there there's a lot of excitement like coach saying we've got 12 you know 12 mid-years coming in right now that'll that'll Janice you know join us in January and to me I, I kind of always look at alignment where are we and are we aligned and I, I would probably say we're as aligned today as we've ever been moving forward and I think that part is really exciting for myself and I know our coaching staff and I think the the young leadership in our football team coming back. We're going back over to the right by the door. Hi. Uh, with both games continuing to get postponed or canceled across the country, was there ever any consideration for either one of you guys to pull out of the bowl game? And uh, secondly, uh, any precautions you guys took uh, while you were here? Yeah. Well, I know from our end, coming from Ames to Orlando, there was no chance we were going to pass that opportunity up. But uh, no, I, I would just say, you know, we, we never had an issue or had anything to worry about. You know, our kids have done a phenomenal job really over the last two years of understanding the challenges that are out there, um, trying to do what's best for everybody with inside of our walls and trying to do a great job of keeping health and safety at the at the forefront of everything we've done. And so I really appreciate our kids ownership and buy-in value to that experience. And um, no, we were really looking forward to this opportunity and, and certainly did everything we could to get ourselves down here and, and be safe and ready to play. Same here. Uh, guys have done a great job all year. And, uh, you know, we've had, everybody's had to manage a, a, a spot or two along the way. Uh, but no, we, we super excited to be here. It's been a, it's been an awesome experience and, and really kind of fun because, uh, and we, we've always, you know, even in six playoffs, well, last year didn't really count because <clears throat> that was a two-day away trip. We did, There was no bowl experience. We just went to the hotel and didn't leave our rooms hardly. Uh, but prior to that, even the playoff games, you know, all the way back, I mean, you know, we've always tried to really value the bowl experience. I've always really tried to make it uh, a memorable experience for the families and our players. Um We've, we've not changed that approach, you know, one bit. And, uh, you know, we've, we've won a bunch of bowl games and playoff games. Uh, but we really haven't treated this any different from the playoff experience. The cool thing for me, though, is, is is we have a bunch of guys on the team that have never experienced a bowl. Because last year, all the new people last year didn't get a bowl. And then you have a lot of new people this year. So it was, it was really cool. Uh, and they really didn't know what to expect. And so to watch them go through that, it's been, been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been a great time. And, you know, there's been no uh, thoughts of not playing or anything like that for us. We're going to stay on the right up front, front row. Hey, it's uh, David of TigerNet.com. This is for, for both coaches. Uh, to piggyback off of that question, what do you think when you see games, you know, teams have gone through practice and, uh, you know, kept kids maybe quarantine, or, or and then you and then you see the the games canceled. How blessed do you feel to be able to play this game? And then, yeah, has COVID hit either one of your teams? And you have anybody that you expect to not play? 
Yeah, super blessed, thankful. You know, your heart hurts for all those people, uh, the teams. I mean, it's an enormous amount of preparation that goes into getting ready for a football game. Uh, but especially when you've had this amount of time and, and all the things that you got to balance and plan for and do, it's just it's a lot. And uh, to not be able to to play, and then you, you those seniors, you know, uh, I know for our guys, I mean, we got a lot of guys that are going to wear that paw for one last time, and it's important to them. I mean, it, it's a big deal. Uh, you, you're talking about you poured so much into something. Uh, I mean, our sixth year seniors have had 700 and something practices at Clemson. 69 games uh and they're 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 fighting to have one more i mean i think that's that's a really cool thing um so you know you hurt for them um you know but we're thankful and blessed and grateful that um you know we've been able to to uh make it through a, a, a this season without a lot of issues you know from a from a covid standpoint our guys have done a great job um uh, uh, as far as this trip, we've had we've had two guys is, that that are out uh, from a COVID standpoint, and then uh, another one that's a, a quarantine guy, not a, I mean a protocol guy. Uh, so, um, but you know, outside of that, we, we've been in we've been in good shape. Yeah, and I, I would just say the the same comments about what Coach said. Thankful and grateful we get the opportunity to play. I think your heart hurts for the teams and certainly the young 18 to 22 year olds to put the time and effort to prepare to train to go play in that game. And whether it's three days out, four days out, five days out, that game doesn't go. I think that's really hard, especially for the seniors um, and, and let alone your fan bases who maybe some of those fan bases are already out there and traveled to get to the game or those universities and, you know, <laughs> I, I just think you, you see the time and the effort that so many people have put into making this function go off that to not have those experiences occur, especially this late in the game, I think that's really hard. Um, fortunately, from our end, you know, we, we've been in, in a really great situation from the COVID standpoint. Our kids have done a great job. We hadn't had any issues this season. And as of right now, we don't have any issues. Stay up front and left. Coach Sweeney, um, you have uh, one of the better uh, defensive uh, teams allowing 15 points a game in the nation this time. Um, you elaborated before about how much uh, talent you have up and coming. A lot of that's on the defensive line there, too. How do you prepare younger guys against a quarterback whose experience is Brock Purdy? Like, you know, he's, he's going to be on his way out. He's, he's graduating. Got a couple guys, I think, that are sophomores that are your top sack, uh, sack guys. Um, are there any intangibles you prepare them for in that situation? No, I just think you get ready for who they are and what they do. I mean, it's a great player. Um, he's a gamer. I mean, he, he, you have to get, but you have to. I mean, we're not, we're not playing freshmen over there. You know, Miles Murphy's not a young player. Xavier Thomas is a, is a, you know, not a young player. Uh, KJ's not young. Maskell, um, you know, Rooks played. 12 games now as a third-year sophomore. Tyler Davis is a junior. Uh, Skowski and Spectre have played 10,000 games. Uh, Nolan Turner's played 20 years. Uh, you know, Booth and Mario are, are juniors and seniors, so we don't really have a lot of young guys over there. Uh, they've played against uh, a lot of great players, and um, so you just have to get ready for, you know, what they do and try to um, – you know, affect him. I mean, he it's hard. It's easier said than done because, like I said, he's a he's a gamer. He's the flip side of that is he's seen it all too. Not much he hadn't seen, uh, and he's very well coached and very well prepared and has a great 
you know, understanding of their offense and ownership of what they do and, you know, knows how to get them in and out of, you know, bad plays. And um, so, you know, takes care of the ball. Um, I mean, this is a team that doesn't beat itself. That's the one thing that jumps out at you about Iowa State when you watch them. They don't, they don't, they don't make a lot of mistakes. They don't beat themselves. They're one of the least penalized teams in the, in the country. Um, so, you know, it's it's a challenge again schematically in what they do. Uh, but we've just, you know, got to apply our knowledge. I mean, that's you know, and the knowledge we've all acquired some knowledge at this point. Uh, but you know, wisdom is applying the knowledge. And so um, that's what we got to do. We got to we got to be a wise football team against a great quarterback. Just time for a couple more. We'll start over here on the left. Hey, Dabo, I don't think EJ Williams was at practice yesterday. Do you have an update on him? Yeah, he's he's in COVID protocol. Unfortunately, just when I thought we were getting a break. Uh, <laughs> oh. All right, we'll go over to the right, Randy. Matt, so we were talking about about. Clemson's defense. How do you crack that defense? <laughs> Boy, you know, I, I, well, just like you said with Coach, I mean, it's a veteran defense. They're elite at almost every position group. I think when you have really talented players that have great experience like Coach has, the way they've played really through the entirety of the football <laughs> season, it's a great challenge for our football team. And, you know, I, I think it really starts up front for them. And then you look at that secondary and the veteran of the linebacking crew, you know, I, I think from our end, you, you got to try not to make mistakes on the offensive side of things in some way, shape, and form as you go into it because you know you're going to get, you know, a great team that's going to have great experience. It's going to put great pressure, you know, on all phases of what you try to do offensively. So, you know, I, I think the the starting point is is doing a great job of not making mistakes on the offensive side of the football. Final question on the left. Uh, Dabo, how big of a concern is it now that your lack of depth at wide receiver? Well, we've had seven scholarship receivers out the last two games, so we're we're beyond that now. We just roll with it. Uh, we're we're experienced at not having guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, and I really not nothing to do. Get the next guys ready. Um, so excited about that. All right, gentlemen, thank you for your time. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. We will have recordings and transcripts available. Um, Sam will be sending those out. If you have not been receiving emails from Sam, make sure to see him uh, before you leave.